0: Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And
1: T. How are you, T? I'm tired, but I'm doing well. Oh,
0: yeah, you poor baby.
1: Well, you know, holiday season, man. It's just a lot of shit. It's, yeah.
0: It's it's upon us.
1: Yeah, sometimes it's a good thing and sometimes it's not, depending on your family, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man, it's just, it's a busy time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's actually funny that this episode is about hunger (laughs) and like, you know, people being hungry and going hungry because I sort of associate the holidays with like sort of gluttony, you know, like a lot of eating and a lot of family gathering around food, you know, Um, at least I guess in the Western tradition. Like, I don't know that other countries even do that. Like, I, d- yeah. I, d- I don't know what the holidays are like in other countries or if there's even like a season of the holidays or whatever, but,
1: Oh, I mean, there's definitely the season for like holiday when it comes to Christmas, but like our Thanksgiving, like the way, yeah, I know Canada has their own Thanksgiving. i in October. Again- it's in which October. Which there we has go. already
0: happened at, as, of, so, as, as of this recording and as of this posting. Yeah.
1: Well. So our fellow Canadians who are, well, whoever listens to us, that is Canadian. Um, what's your
0: Thanksgiving like? Actually, yeah, that's interesting. I imagine that it's probably also centers around food, yeah and do you guys have a food coma?
1: <laughs> yeah, do you guys have a food coma? Do you take breaks? Do you snack throughout the day? <laughs> do you have first course you know at two p m then four o'clock? then whatever?
0: My favorite thing about Thanksgiving, and I don't even really know why we're talking about it too much right now, but my favorite thing about Thanksgiving is um just like the whole all day of it all, like yeah, I, I like that it's like get up in the morning clean the house, get the kitchen ready. Like yep. we're going to be sitting in there for hours, yeah, yeah. you know, and just like being with family, drinking and snacking. And mm-hmm. I, I love all of that. Like I love Same. the, like the craziness of all of that. I agree. I don't, I, I look forward to it because
1: one i'm making whatever the hell i want to make in the kitchen so i'm gonna make mm-hmm. it as fatty or as rich i don't care it's the one day out of the year that i'm like i'm going crazy Aww. plus i'm in jammies oh yeah all day oh yeah and then when it comes to actually sitting down for dinner i look at my family i'm like can we just stay in our pajamas and they're like yeah i'm like yes yes
0: <laughs> I know that's kind of one of the perks of um I think we've. OK, here's why this is funny, because we talked about all this stuff when we did, we did the seventh heaven the, Thanksgiving episode. For sure we did. <laughs> we did. Sorry, we're recapping for you guys. But, it's but too it's soon. Like, it's now it's Thanksgiving in real time. Um You can't help it. No, what I love is like we always host Thanksgiving. I won't rehash all of that. But yeah. but one of the perks of hosting Thanksgiving is like you know, not having to get dressed up because you're yeah. the host. You know what I mean? Like you can be a little cash because yeah. it's your house. You yeah, know? Like, like, I've been stuck in the kitchen all day. Yeah. And I love that. I love that I get to wear slippers. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's the coolest part. And drink wine all day. Hells. Yeah. yeah. Maybe do a couple shots. I don't oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah living yeah. on the edge. Yeah, yeah. Who's coming over for that? No. <laughs> um, okay. But this is not the Thanksgiving episode. No, not at all. Um, it actually aired, like, in May or whatever, or, like, maybe April. Um, so, so Memorial Day weekend. Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, and it, this is episode 919, titled Hungry. Mm-hmm. And the Amazon Prime spoilery is Ruthie's split from Vincent unearths surprising secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, the DVD description is Ruthie learns the truth about her secondhand jacket, Sam is jealous that David is sick, and Martin's girlfriend is found lying on the bathroom floor. <laughs> Which is
1: like. Then such he a- caught me in the shower? It wasn't me. Am- <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> I totally heard it. When I read it out loud, I was like, oh my God, this is shaggy lyrics. <laughs> oh no. Yep. But it's also like. Such a dramatic thing to say in the DVD description. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, calm down, people. It's not like she's found dead on the bathroom floor. Yeah, like, seriously. Geez, Louise. Chalked out. Oh, yeah. yeah, really? <laughs> that That's like, you read that and you're like, holy shit. Like, did she OD? Like, what? <laughs> like, and in Glen Oak at the school? <laughs> Oof, my goof. Wait, did it say school bathroom floor? It didn't. Not damn. <laughs> it wasn't specific. I, okay. But, yeah, but it does say the bathroom floor, which implies that there's one. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um so lots to talk about in this episode. Um several competing storylines. Yeah, one might say. Mm-hmm. Um one of which is like my least favorite and probably like most annoying and frustrating, which is Lucy and Kevin. I was waiting. <laughs> I <laughs> was <laughs> like, I know I she's could, going there I could see it on your face. You're like and 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 <laughs> Um, yeah, right. I mean, do you agree? Uh, it's yeah. it's simply the worst, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the sense that like I totally get it. Lucy is a new mom; she's yeah. totally in mom mode. Yeah, she's used to like talking to the baby and cooing all over it and like yep. doing her baby voice thing, and and then it's like translating into her interactions with like Kevin and everyone else. Yeah, but. It's like really irritating to me that Kevin's only mission in this episode is to get laid. Yeah, you know <sighs> my my
1: issues with Lucy's character this season. She starts out as a badass in yeah in some in some episodes. We're like, yeah, Lucy, do it! Like,
0: fucking awesome, claim your selfhood. Yeah,
1: and then before she had the baby, and after. The show decided to throw all the stereotypes of what an expecting mother or what a mother is in, in like the television world. They threw all that shit per episode with Lucy, which makes her, again, unlikable mm-hmm. when I was rooting for her. I still like I, they shit on her like they shit on Mary, but they shit on Lucy because she's there. Mary, it's like, oh, let's just fuck that
0: shit up more. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's a different kind of shitting on, yeah, yeah, Lucy oh yeah, different. than it is with Mary. But I but I don't disagree. I, I I think you're onto something that the show is a little unkind to Lucy. Yeah, Insofar as. Like the storylines aren't Mm -hmm. good. You know what I mean? Like it's not blatantly anti Lucy per se. No. But it's just like not really helping her cause that she is the way she is and does the things she does and says the things she says. You know, like it's just a little like 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 annoying and Mm -hmm. then and it sucks that that we have to feel that way about Lucy because For all intents and purposes, like, she might as well be one of our main characters. I mean, she is pretty much the main character of the show, you know, although you might argue Ruthie's maybe edging her out, especially this later half of the season. Yeah, Um, Like, I don't know. It's just not... OK, I don't know. Let's just get into it, I guess. Like, basically, she's like doing baby voice to Kevin. And oh, hey, little baby. Oh, you have a stain on your face. She calls him Kevy, which almost made me barf. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I couldn't believe she called him Kevy. I was like, yeah. since when is this happening? Yeah. Um, it's really gross. And Kevin's just like, he's frustrated. I get it he feels like he can't talk to Lucy about it for some reason because mm-hmm. on this show husbands can't talk to their wives about anything. Nope. Um, but then he also like can't talk to anyone else cause like he tries to talk to Eric and it's like uh, no. immediately awkward. And then he tries to try to talk to Eric again when he's like, "She's also my wife, who I love very much." And Ken, Eric's like, "Bye." He should <laughs> like don't want to hear this. He should have just called Simon. Okay, no, I mean, <laughs> okay, or like Matt, or like some. I mean, like I get it. You have to talk to like I, he wants to talk to someone. He wants to like be able to connect on a dad slash husband level with someone. You know,
1: his family's kind of a loner now when I think about it Lucy has no friends yeah we've talked about this before Kevin has
0: no friends no one has any friends on the show it's it's like it's either they're in relationships or like you know they have boyfriends and girlfriends or they're just they just exist yeah
1: only Martin has a friend (laughs) and that's Mac and we don't see him every episode that's right
0: actually we haven't seen Mac in a few episodes well no that's not true we saw him in the last episode (laughs)
1: when he was pissed that
0: he you know Ruthie didn't come out with them that's right that little shithead um. No. So, yeah. So, like, Kevin doesn't really have an outlet no. to, like, commiserate mm-hmm. over these circumstances of his or yeah. whatever. And it's also, like, you know, part of that has to do with the fact that they're still living in at the house and all these things. Mm-hmm. And so he tries to be like, well, why don't we look at some listings tonight? You know, like, let's, like, make it a thing. You know, I'll have the realtor send them send over some new listings. We can look at them. And then when when Lucy realizes that he's like desperate to be with her or whatever. Yeah. She goes, I knew you were trying to trick me about the listings. Yeah. And I'm just like, how did you get from there to there, Luce? Like, what does one have to do with the other? Like, even if let's look at the listings was code for let's let's have sex tonight. okay? Like, is that really tricking? Like you guys are together right like I, like what's happening here it's not clear to me why lucy doesn't want to have sex with kevin like i'm not i'm not I, getting that part of it i
1: i i i don't i don't see why she doesn't want to which i think would have been interesting to play out why she's not into it because i think um I'm I'm generalizing here. I'm not I'm not saying that this is true, but I can't imagine. Like I no, I take that back. I'm sure so, there are some women that like after they have a kid they might be ready to like bone. Who cares? Like they feel it, they feel it. But there yeah. are some moms that's like shut off. Okay, it, it's just, sure, like Do you yeah. I, like? I mean, is, I don't or, know. Yeah, like yeah. it is or it isn't. Like it is. You know what I mean? So if you're gonna show Lucy how she's maybe just not into it or she just isn't feeling it because she's in mom mode. Okay, go into it a little bit. Like, show us that. Don't say you're trying to... No, your husband was just trying to seduce you. Like, he's trying to find a way to do it and he's using that as an excuse.
0: Don't sure. say trick me? Yeah, that that makes it sound gross. Yeah, it does. And like, and and unfair to Kevin. I think. I think you so know? too. Although I'm loath to ever give Ke- Kevin credit for anything. It, but sorry, go on. No, it's look- just a
1: weird, touchy subject. I, I mean, I have no opinion in the sense, like, I well, I I can't base anything that I say on knowledge in the sense right. that I've experienced that. Yeah. No, I don't have any data on that crap. But if you're gonna address this on the show play with it i like let me see how it's gonna pan out don't just leave it there like oh you're i knew you were trying to trick me to have sex with you like get the fuck out of here and then
0: and then it always like ends or culminates in like them apologizing to each other like i'm sorry i'm sorry And this is the thing, like actually one of our listeners um, wrote us an email a while back about another episode. I can't remember exactly what it was now, but I think the point speaks to this one as well and maybe to Lucy and Kevin's whole arc, at least in the second half of the season. Mm -hmm. Like um, the point that she was making, the point Cheryl, I believe, was making um, is that the problem with how the show is doing all this is like this once again plays out like Lucy learns a lesson up like like this is another Lucy Learns a Lesson episode. Yeah. Except that we the audience don't get a chance to see Lucy. Yeah. Like Lucy's side of it. Like we don't see through Lucy's eyes ever. Yeah. You know? All we see is through Kevin's eyes of like mm-hmm. his frustration and da da da. Yeah. Like so so how dare you show then have Lucy come out and be like, I'm sorry. Like, sorry for what? Yeah. Like we don't know what you're thinking or doing yeah. or feeling or none of that. All we know is that Kevin's frustrated sexually. Like, yeah. And what, you know? Yeah. Like it's just, it's problematic in the writing, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, of just like, they're trying to tell a story. They're just not doing it. Executing right. it. Well, yeah. at all, which, you know, that's not news to anyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> Never is but Sorry. yeah and it's so it's just like this annoying story and then I, and then at one point when lucy does it to ruthie like ruthie has to be the one to be like if you want to talk to someone like that savannah's upstairs or whatever yeah. and i'm like okay so at least like someone's able to like throw it back in her face and be like what are you doing <laughs> you, yeah. get a help of yourself but again it falls flat because we don't see from Lucy's perspective like we don't see that thing like that inner thing of like oh shit I am doing that oh like I have feel been feeling a little closed off maybe, yeah because I'm so focused on Savannah or like I mean we don't know I'm yeah, we're we making don't. it up right now because we mm-hmm. don't know you that's know? true and it's like frustrating I don't know or it's it's just annoying really more than anything else definitely um I'm as frustrated as Kevin is sexually <laughs> seriously you tell him
1: damn you Brenda
0: <laughs> but then, meanwhile, Kevin's not doing anyone else any favors. He gives Martin terrible advice of how to deal with Zoe, yeah, like okay, well, okay, maybe that's not terrible. Let's like unpack it or whatever. Martin and Zoe are quote-unquote together. Yeah. And we see that scene of them having pizza, and she's like, oh, Antonio's is so much better. Like, me and my family go all the time. yeah." And Martin's whole thing is just like, well, it's, like, just expensive, and I don't feel like wearing a jacket just to get pizza. Like, it's stupid. And he's like, and she's like, well, I'll take you. It's like a tradition in my family, and da 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 And so Martin rightfully i think has this impression of zoe that she's like a little stuck up and thinks she's better than him and than everyone and whatever and so he's like over like does he want to be with her anymore even though they've said that they're like casual and stuff Mm -hmm. and so he's talking to kevin about like how do i tell her that or whatever and kevin's like well it's not like you guys have a commitment anyway right so just like ghost her for a couple days she'll move on yeah like what no no oh my gosh it's terrible advice this
1: is why we all have issues
0: (laughs) i'm telling you man if people could just talk to people if people could just be honest and open and like sure feelings might get hurt but how much better would life be if we just were honest with each other and like and real with each other and then there was no games and there was no, no like bullshit and guessing and heartbreak and you know i i agree I agree, damn,
1: and first of all, Kevin, you're an adult He's compared like, to know ma- better, yeah, you should know better, you should be mature, like don't give him the high school advice that he needs, I know, and fuck that high school advice
0: I mean, is it high school advice, or is it just like? flat out bad advice
1: it's bad advice it's definitely bad advice but it's just an immature way of handling things right i expect yeah, right. i expect a teenager to behave that way to ghost or whatever because emotionally you They're, don't want to deal right. with telling someone i don't like you because you don't want to hurt them and it's like well, you don't like them but fucking tell them so they can move on too mm-hmm. not like looking at their damn phone and like is he gonna text? Is she gonna text? What's happening? And then you check your phone to see if it's actually working. Like, yeah, it all (laughs) is good. Trust me, they're just not into you. I know,
0: I know. You're right. It is, it is immature. And that's the right word, I think. And um, yeah, and Kevin is just like perpetuating that. And I'm just like, God damn, Kevin, like you're a grown ass man. You're married and a father for God's sake. Like at least be a beacon of like, of, like, maturity and, you know, like, solid advice for this young man who's living with you. But not only that, though. It's, like,
1: with Kevin, like, we've seen random episodes of him where he doesn't drop knowledge but, like, handles shit Mm -hmm. and handles it well to the point where, like, this is my territory. This is my boundary or whatever. Like, he handles that well and he verbalizes and he really communicates that. But to see him... Give this kind of advice? I'm like, wait, what? What's happening right now? Because Kevin is very honest. He's straightforward. He's blunt. Yeah. He he just is. He's like, so what? You're not into them. Like that for him, it comes off like comfortable to say shit like that. But for him to give that kind of advice to Martin, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Why are you telling him to ghost? This isn't you. Usually, you don't act like this. So again, I don't like. This bullshit that
0: they're giving Kevin. I mean, yeah, once again, Kevin is a conundrum. Yeah. You know, he's hard to pin down as a character because the Kevin of today is such a far cry from the Kevin we met two seasons ago. God, he was so
1: hot when we first saw him in the sense of not because like he's actually good looking forget that the way he just handled shit you're like yeah. yes
0: yes yeah, loved you, it. Like we were here for it like yeah, yeah. I was really into the energy he brought to the Camden household Thank you. because he was so different from them yeah, you yeah. know um, in all the ways that you just said and these days it's like he's just this weepy weirdo guy that's just there you know like i just i don't know i have real problems with kevin yeah and i don't know maybe i uh, uh, i don't know i i always want to give the show the benefit of the doubt i you guess two seasons with the guy yeah <laughs> like i always want to give the show the benefit of the doubt of like maybe it's me you know like maybe i'm too harsh of a critic or maybe i'm too cynical and can't stand the show oh we so probably are all over it and stuff but, that, but then it's at the same time, like, objectively, it's like the proof is in the pudding. I mean, like, yeah. what is there about Kevin that's so great these days, you know? I don't know.
1: I don't... I just don't like how they write the scenes between these two characters, between Lucy and Kevin. Like, in the beginning, they had some really nice chemistry. They really did. They had some really nice chemistry. And now I just feel like they are throwing conversations that you expect to hear in a relationship or stereotypes and they are trying to act it out, but it sucks. It sucks. There is no chemistry. It, it feels too scripted in the worst way. And I don't know how else to describe that. I don't know. It's like, oh, let's, let's, let's use this scenario that has been used a thousand times and let's add different words to it. That's what it feels like. It's like they're recycling past stories from different shows or stereotypes and here you go. Go hmm. for it. Some, Interesting. Sometimes I think that. And Interesting. it gets annoying. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Someone tell me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so does that... Right. Okay. So so let's keep talking about Martin and Zoe, I guess.
1: No, Martin and Zoe. Um,
0: so Zoe is indeed found lying on the bathroom floor. I do. By Ruthie um, in the beginning. And we get the sense that some secret has been shared between the two of them. But we, the audience, don't know what it is. Yeah, we don't know what it is. The problem with the show, with Seventh Heaven, is that these titles that they give episodes are usually so indicative of, like, what everything's about, Yeah, that, like, my brain went straight to, she's on the floor, it's a title's hungry, she's anorexic. (laughs) That's why she fainted. Thank you. That's and, what I thought too. And I legit was like, that. that's going to be the whole thing. This the whole episode is going to be about anorexia. Like, okay, I, I'm on to you, show. Yeah. You know? F- f- fair and surely enough, or fairly enough, or whatever, they did twist it a little bit. It wasn't yeah. quite that. But rather that she, like her family, um, is struggling financially and they don't have enough money to put food on the table. Nope. Um, you know, I think at some point when Zoe's dad comes to visit Eric, Mm -hmm. he says like, when, you know, by the time we've paid the mortgage and the bills and you know, all that shit, like we literally cannot afford food. Yeah. And it breaks your heart. It does. Obviously. Um, it's, it's terrible. And it made me, like realize like this must be true for so many people, you mm-hmm. know. And I think even Ruthie or somebody says it at some point. Like, you know, I think there's there's obvious cases of hungry people, you know, like yeah. like when you see homeless people on the street mm-hmm. or like, you know, like in certain settings and or like or you know, she she brings up like the people that we feed at church, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like those are the people that you know that you that you can tell that you just assume or whatever Mm -hmm. that they're obviously hungry, you know? Yeah. But then there's people like this who it's not that they're not, that they don't have jobs. It's not that they don't have a roof over their head. It's not, it's not for lack of trying, you know what I mean? It's just that money, you know, income is not keeping up with the cost of living, you know, wages are not keeping up with the cost of living. And so yes, they're able to, pay their mortgage and yes they're able to have hot hot running water and electricity and all that stuff Mm -hmm. but then when when push comes to shove they can't eat and how many people are like or or, you know how many kids are like counting on like school meals yeah to like as their only source of sustenance like it's i mean and i'm saying all this like from this point of privilege that i have obviously you know yeah. like i don't know i don't i'm not trying to have a solution i don't know what more to say about it other than just that it's it's awful mm-hmm. and it's so real for yeah. so many people
1: yep i it mean and at, at the
0: time of this show 13 years ago the number eric says is like nine and a half million or something I Believe so yeah like i guarantee that number has doubled by now if not more cost of living nowadays Especially here in California, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, as we record this, it's election day, right? So, right, yeah. Um, so I've been reading, I, I read about the props and stuff. And God, that language pisses me off it's really, so much. It's very frustrating. It took like three hours of concentrated, no distraction reading just yeah. so I could wrap my head around what Same. these props are saying. Same. It's very, it's a really problematic system we have i think so i'm not gonna go into it but um anyway like one of the things was about you know um you know homeless funding and all these things and i'm looking at these like billion dollar trillion dollar figures yeah and i'm just like there's so much money (laughs) like what are we doing Uh, you know like it's so i just don't know I don't um. know. It's I'm not saying socialism is the way, but you it's know, a start. but you know the <laughs> communist manifesto had some things to say, okay? <laughs> <laughs> just saying. <laughs> no, I mean I don't know. I'm not I'm not this is not a political show despite my soapbox moments, but um yeah, no, it's just it's just sad. And but what's but what's even I think more the point of all of this? this whole episode is the pride factor, right? Oh like, yeah. Zoe's dad has so much pride. Mm-hmm. He refuses to go on the food stamp program. He yeah. refuses to seek government help mm-hmm. to supplement his income. So he, so this family could eat. Yeah. Like he's so stubborn about it that Eric has to be the one to be like, okay, but like you need help and yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. That's why there is help to be had, mm-hmm. you know, mm. um, which is why we get those amazing testimonials. <laughs> so many of Gee. those. What the
1: fuck was that? The show was on one this year.
0: What the fuck was that? Dude? Wait a minute.
1: When it comes to uh, the episode about opinions. Mm. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That for the election. That was the season. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. So this show is on one
0: Yeah, this season. That was the vote episode, yeah. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so th- what what ends up happening, and it's not even like at the end of the episode, it doesn't, it's just like smack dab in the middle of the episode. Yeah. All of a sudden, like the camera's like doing one of those like, You know, one take things. And it's like finding students in the halls who are like pretending to not look at the camera until the very last minute when then they address the camera. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's really weird like one of them in particular she like she's walking towards the camera and she like drops her books yeah <laughs> then, yeah yeah and then she goes down to pick them up and then she's looking at the camera like what is this farce like if you're gonna do testimonials do them but like we don't need this game of like how we're gonna find these people in the halls they thought they were onto something there it's, <laughs> it's like it's so the like caught like high school drama students idea of like artistic endeavor you know oh what i mean God. like it's so that's
1: true hilarious to me why don't you drop this and then you look into the key
0: <laughs> my favorite okay so i have i have all six of them you guys there's you. six of them <laughs> it's like a 30 minute moment okay <laughs> um i have all six but there's one in particular that stands out to me because of how it starts Hey, I've used every excuse in the book to cover when I go out with friends to a coffee shop or somewhere to hang out. I just ate. I got food allergies. I'm not hungry. I don't care what anyone says. A teen's entire social life revolves around food, hanging out at restaurants. And that blows when you don't have any money for food.
1: Hey. Hey. (laughs) Let Let me talk to you for a second. Hey
0: it's so weird he's like he's like the camera is on his face yeah he's looking off camera and then he looks at the camera and he goes hey yeah <laughs> what it's so weird um but but this is the weirdest thing about these testimonials is like the first three mm-hmm. are are three kids who happen to be white people mind you Mm -hmm. that was not lost on me these three white kids each of whom are basically saying like we struggled like having food on the table until my parents joined the food stamp program and now like one of them is getting better grades because they're not hungry the other one is like You know, whatever Like, all three The first three are like We joined the Fugastown program It's the the best thing Mm -hmm. I'm so glad we did it Like, you know, it's great Yeah And then So then you're like Okay, so Is all of these gonna be like that? Like, they're all But no Because right after that one You get this one
1: I eat at a friend's house Whenever I can If not Then I borrow money from them So I can get something to eat But I don't tell them it's for food And I can never pay them back So i'm running out of friends
0: what mm-hmm. like that took a turn like what this like for the whole for three people were like okay cool it's about the food stamp program cool 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 and then all of a sudden it's like i'm running out of friends because i'm borrowing money that i can't pay back like yeah okay and then you get this one my family is very proud never go outside the family for anything is our motto My brother and his family moved in because he was in a traffic accident and had to quit his job. We can barely put food on the table. I tried to
1: talk to my parents about getting some assistance. I did some reading
0: and even checked out a few programs. But they said, our family doesn't take charity. But then they say, education is the most important thing. Hello? Try going to school on an empty stomach. What? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not saying that these points are not... You know, salient, but it's like it's they're, they're like the tone shift. Yeah, is like so drastic. It's like the whole thing is just so fucking weird.
1: Yeah, I don't quite
0: understand what's happening with these testimonials. Like, I don't, I don't know the point now. Like, was I thought the point was like, look at these testimonials of getting on the food stamp, and then all of a sudden it's about this one kid who's like losing friends and so what you're supposed to be like oh yeah that sucks like let's get on the food stamp program and then the, and then the other one who's like my family's all proud and like da, da, da and i'm like so like what like did you get on the program are they gonna listen to you like what like what is the point of any of this and then the and then that last guy with the you know teen social life rolls around food and, yeah. stuff, and i'm like so you're basically saying there's no hope and everything is pointless and life sucks like what what
1: basically i think trying to show you the struggle and also someone saying food stamps work
0: it's like but shouldn't it shouldn't they have organized yeah, yeah. it better like yeah, yeah, start yeah. with the dire one and then yeah. go and then and then end it with the kid who's like yeah i'm pulling straight bees like i like what like it's yeah. so
1: weird no they should have done it that way but they didn't <laughs> like take me to that rabbit hole of darkness and then bring me to the light.
0: If you want the light to be the point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Don't leave me with that sour taste in my mouth to where then I'm like, oh, fuck. This, this life is like terrible and nothing's ever going to be better. Like, maybe
1: Brenda Hampton really wanted us to cry. <sighs> Sorry. But
0: uh, first of all, no. Oh. <laughs> like there's been so many sappier moments. I, I thought you were about to say maybe- Brenda Hampton didn't write this one. <laughs> Please, that bitch wrote everything, okay? <laughs> Just because some other people's names are on them. Also, this was the episode dedicated to Shelly Hull, right? Yeah. Yeah, who is a name I definitely have seen in the credits before. I
1: know. I don't know what
0: her role was. I don't think she was a writer. I think she might have been like a producer or something. Mm. She must have passed. Um, ob- well, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, anyway, so yeah, so this whole thing it's about basically how people are hungry mm-hmm. and you know, then Ruthie and Eric are having that conversation outside where Ruthie is, is I mean, it's so cute and innocent. And she's just like, I don't understand. Like, is there just like not enough food? Like, how is this happening? Yeah. You know? And it's a very like sweet and naive and innocent thing, you know, yeah. that, like her point of view or whatever. And, Eric's response is not very satisfying other than, I mean, he basically just says like, yeah, I mean, if we're going to make any changes, you know, people are going to have to like make major change, like it's going to be a major attitude change and we're going to have to like change how we do things or whatever. But until then, there's help. Meaning the Food Snap program. Yeah, Which isn't a very satisfying answer. Like, I would have preferred Eric to say something more like true to Eric, which is like, yeah, you know, like we should like do something about this. Like the way that he got all up in arms about the foster program. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like like within a day, he's like he's like organizing 200 people to like become foster parents or know. whatever. And this one he's like, Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> Gee, Eric, thanks. Um You have a lot of hope. Yeah. Um Anywho's. So But Ruthie's got beef of her own to settle in this episode. Doesn't she, though? Because fucking Ashley Benson's back, y'all. Wasn't expecting that shit. I feel like this is her last episode. Like, I can't can't imagine her coming back after this one. I'm like, she better be. This bitch, dude, that opening moment in the hall with Vincent and Ruthie and her. I was like, I was appalled. I was
1: but I will say, I'm like, damn, Ashley Benson, I like that you can play a villain at such a young age.
0: Oh, I was going to say that's all she ever has done is played a villain. But Really? I mean, I'm pretty little liar. She was no peach. None of them were. Uh, uh, uh. They were all like catty bitches, you know? Uh, well, the, whatever. That dark secret.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that dark secret.
0: Yeah, but I don't know.
1: And God, that girl is so cute. Like she is, she's a little mousy for my taste. She, mousy, but she's just so pretty. I'm like, dude, why, yeah. has this girl aged? She looks the same shit ever since she's been on Pretty Liars. Like I've seen her face, right? Well, how old is she? I have
0: no idea. Probably our age, yeah, uh,
1: maybe so. or a few years younger.
0: I don't know. Um, I don't know about a few. I would get, I would put her like our age or like maybe a year younger. Okay, but well, anyway, like older than us. But yeah, guy. she
1: she was a a cold bitch, and it was. It was uncomfortable,
0: but it was awesome. I'm glad I felt
1: uncomfortable. It was
0: awful, but also, I was a little up. Um, I was a little like I don't know what the right word is with Ruthie for letting that get to her so bad because because we've seen Ruthie take shit before and handle it with such a plum. Yeah, she Where she rises above it and she's like, your your hatred's your problem, like not mine.
1: Yeah, but never in front of her ex-boyfriend. I think
0: that's the thing. And I think Eric and the show does a pretty good job here of helping her learn that lesson.
1: Yeah, or I was realize all I, of that shit. I I was really happy when he's like, "No, no, no, let her handle this."
0: Not only that, but when when she goes and pulls the jacket back out, right, and she's going to yeah. wear it and Eric's like, "Are you are you this confident because you're confident or because you have Vincent back?" Yeah. You know, and she has to face that and mm-hmm. realize that it actually is a little bit about Vincent and oh, it yeah. is a little bit about throwing it back in Ashley Benson's face of like not nice, you know, like look at me i got your man like i got my man bag or whatever like your jacket don't mean shit you know yeah and she and i think the show handled that really well actually all things considered sort of the the threading of that line Mm -hmm. like it wasn't cheesy it wasn't heavy-handed it was just just right i don't know i i appreciated that Mm -hmm. but let's talk about a little bit more so Ruthie's wearing this jacket. She comes across. Actually, she approaches Vincent and Ashley Benson, yeah. who are together in the hall. Her name is Margo. We should call her Margo. Margo. Because um, it's easier to say than Ashley Benson every time. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, so she approaches them mm-hmm. to be like, hey, I just wanted to say hi so that it wouldn't be awkward, awkward every time yeah. we see each other. And then, which in and of itself is a little awkward and is, and is a little bit of Ruthie, I think, trying to like cling you know, and be a little clingy. Probably,
1: but at the same time, I was just like uh, pat on the back to Ruthie like that she's willing to deal with it. Maybe not in the best way, but the fact that she's approaching them like, hey, I'm just here, so it won't be awkward. All right.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it as a move. Mm -hmm. I just think it might have been easier or maybe not not maybe easier is not the right word but i think it would have been a little cooler of her to just not do that you know what i mean like if she just if she just did her own thing yeah they happen to be in the hall and like who cares you know if
1: anybody should have girlfriends i would want it to be ruthie i know right i think lucy and kevin not having friends is one thing but ruthie's in high school she needs a buddy
0: and how great would that be? It for would be stories.
1: Yeah. She should. Martin has a buddy. Why can't Ruthie? I know. I You're going to give her boyfriends to move the story along. No, I know. Ruthie really should have a little girlfriend. I think so. Cause we've seen her have friends and like, yeah. and kind of like, um, house, how Simon is with his friends when younger Simon, mm-hmm. you know, our spirit animal, Simon, <laughs> um, Oh, you're not going to be nice to him? Okay, well we're not playing anymore. Ruthie has that. Yeah. She there's a sense of loyalty and um loyalty and honor in when it comes to having friends and how to back them up or stand like behind them. And so to see Ruthie not having any friends is troubling. I don't know. I just I just find it hard to believe that this awesome girl doesn't have one
0: friend. Well, that's the thing, though, is which funnily enough, maybe is a is a point in the show's favor. Like, I never really feel the lack of the friendship. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like it's a choice on Ruthie's part that she doesn't have friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, I think I think the way that it's sort of all been orchestrated, um, you never really feel like she's this loner loser type. No, not at all. Or 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 rather or also you don't really feel like she um, wouldn't be a good friend. Yeah, it's just that you sort of suspend your disbelief when you're watching the show and you don't really think about it too much. Like somehow they they've like you know pulled the wool over all of our eyes of like not missing the fact that there's a friend character.
1: It's true because like you always see her bonding with Martin. That's yeah, Martin or like
0: or just in life, like, you know, whatever's happening with either like she's dealing with Lucy or she's dealing with Simon or Matt or something, you know, like
1: with Peter. Once upon a time, like was her boyfriend, but also like her her buddy. Yeah. Yeah. That was her buddy. They were BFFs. Yeah. Besides like being in love and him calling her honey. Oh, but they were they were buddies.
0: Yeah, you're right. And that was one way that the show sort of skirted the need for yeah. a friend. Um, but yeah, so she does that. You know, she pulls that move. She's like, oh, I'm here. Don't want it to be awkward. You know, whatever. And then, of course, Ashley Benson, because she's a fucking bitch. Margo, because she's a fucking bitch, <laughs> is like, oh, well, it's awkward. Bye. <laughs> and And then she's like, and then she turns around this bitch like she turns around to make it a point to be like oh by the way did you get that jacket at whatever the fuck because because if you did it's mine i got rid of all my clothes from now on i should just bring them to you and you can pick out whatever you want before i take them to that store Mm -hmm. oh my god yeah that was harsh so rough so unnecessary totally bullshit catty like like because yeah because clearly she's insecure in her own life and maybe in her relationship with vincent and just whatever yeah that she's like taking it out on this girl who like made the mistake of approaching you today you know what i mean like fuck you dude so then of course ruthie poor little ruthie gets home and throws her jacket in the trash before walking inside Mm -hmm. um and then and then Annie's like, "What happened to your jacket?" And she's yeah. like, "Oh, I must have left it in my locker." Damn. <laughs> but then, yes, when Eric finds it, mm-hmm. and then when Martin tells him what went down, yeah, um, which he knows because Zoe told him, <sighs> because Ruthie told Zoe, which she shouldn't have told Martin and all that stuff. Anyway, so when because now that Eric knows why the jacket's in the trash. He, for the first time in his goddamn life, I know, decides to let his kids handle their own shit and not get involved. Yeah. I was like, oh,
1: Eric, you grow grow up. Growth for Eric. I kind of clapped, but I also said, there's a catch, right? there has to be a catch, but there wasn't. There
0: really wasn't. I know, there he wasn't. He really let her handle it. I mean, yeah. he gave her a little bit of that lesson at the end, yeah, but yeah. even then, she came to it on her own and she learned that lesson on her own, you True know? Eric fashion. He has to say something. Yeah, obviously. But what uh, I... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but what I, but what really drew me in and what really spoke to me in that scene yeah. between Eric and Annie mm-hmm. was Annie. The way she gets so like distraught. Yeah. She's like, oh my God though. Like I don't I don't buy all their clothes from second hand. Like I try to buy them really nice pieces and then I supplement and like this is terrible. And like yeah. she was so beside herself yeah that this happened and she's like blaming herself you know and yeah. i was just like i just wanted to like reach out and like hold her hand i, and I was like annie oh my gosh like you did not do anything wrong girl yeah. like i get you like she was so like just she didn't know what to d- like she was just yeah. ah you know Ugh, i like it really spoke to me i know Oh, man. And even Eric's like, you did nothing wrong. <laughs> like, don't worry. Like, it's going to be fine. You know, like, like she'll she'll take care of this. And she did. Um, God, yeah, I just I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm still having this Annie moment for myself <laughs> Like, because it was just really like sweet. And I think I saw a little bit of my own mom in her. And I think. In all of it, like, a a lot of what happened with the parents and stuff in this episode, like, spoke to me in, like, in, like, seeing myself or whatever like when the dad is talking to eric and he's like you know we try to like zoe dreams of being rich and we try to like give her everything like we tried to make it so that she doesn't want for anything but the older she gets you know teenagers it feels like they they need more they want more and it gets harder and harder and i was just like i know it's kind of
1: scary now when you think about it because like there was a time when i'm watching that episode i was like oh God, was I bad in high school? Like how, or, and if I was like, how bad? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, damn. I know.
0: I. Th- damn. I, yeah. It really like made me like think, you know? I was like, yeah. gosh, you know, like my, you know, my, my family certainly, were. we were never, um, in, in want or need of anything. We always yeah, had yeah, everything. Yeah. We certainly always had a roof and food and, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and you know, and, yeah, I think about that, you know. Um, it's just like, I'll speak for myself. My parents were always so good about never making it feel like we couldn't have something or that or that or that something we wanted was like outside of their reach or capability. You know? That's true. Like and and part of that was probably a little bit of game playing of like, well maybe for Christmas, you know, like like, oh, yeah. like I'm not gonna get everything I want when I want it kind of thing or whatever, but but like it never I never felt like I really wanted something or needed something and I couldn't have it. And I feel like that speaks to Like, the kind of parent that, like, I think everybody wants to be or, like, most people are or whatever, right? Is, like, you don't want your kids to, like, not have the things they want, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Most parents like that, that fucking show up.
1: Yeah. The way that they do. They're superheroes. I think so. They are superheroes. Put a cape on them and call it a day.
0: (laughs) Um... Yeah. So basically, long story short, whatever. Ruthie realizes. Oh no. Okay, we have. We can't. Long story short, this. So Vincent won't stop fucking calling Ruthie all night long. Oh yeah. After the incident at school, after she's already tossed the jacket and come home upset. It's kind of entertaining. <laughs> it really wasn't. I, like
1: you know, I know it's petty, but I was just like, eh, hang up on him again. <laughs>
0: well. Because I think she had every right to yeah like okay Vincent we get it you broke up with her over what she said or the way she acted or whatever and what do you want a fucking medal like what what do you want from me yeah you know like if I'm Ruthie I'm like okay cool thanks goodbye and like what and what yeah I don't like what they're doing with Ruthie
1: and Vincent to be quite honest it's it's yeah, but it's high school, I guess, right? Yeah, like,
0: I guess so. In
1: that childness, like childish way, and immature, and whatever.
0: Yeah. So it's feeding that because because the minute she listens to him, the first words out of his mouth are like, you know, I'm, you know, maybe I can ground myself for as long as you're grounded, and then we can be together again or whatever. You know. Yeah. And it's like, and then she like gets all smiley and happy and perky and everything, and immediately goes to retrieve her jacket because now she's gonna th- rub it in Margot's face. And you know, I don't know. part of me is like whatever Ruthie, you do, you just know where your truth lies, you know what I mean, yeah, and which is I think the moment that she and Margot have in the hall after mm-hmm. all this, like I think that is Ruthie discovering, like, where her center lies. Yeah. You know, and like you do you. Like I'm not going to like Yeah. I'm not going to impose or like project my own shit on you or whatever, yeah. you know. It, but but certainly I'm like you can do better, get over this guy, like, yeah whatever. He 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 dropped you like hot bread the first time didn't that, he like to like, like last episode, okay? Because he wanted to see other people and blah blah blah. Yeah, I definitely and, didn't hate on what happened with Margo
1: and Ruthie,
0: I just, it just was a little weird Mm. how it all shook out. It is (laughs) weird. Basically, Ruthie's wearing the jacket. Margot comes up to her and she's like, I know you and Vincent are back together. Like, is that where you're wearing the coat? Like, whatever. I think, right? Isn't that like, doesn't Margot basically like, like let the wind out of Ruthie's sails a little bit?
1: Yeah, she basically, yeah, she does.
0: And then Ruthie is like, well, yeah, I guess kind of. And then Margot does this whole song and dance about how her mom died, and her dad and her were struggling. They lost everything, and that coat was like the one thing that her mom had given her. She was hanging on to it, but then she didn't want to hang on to it because it just reminded her of how sad she was that her mom died. So she gave it away. Yeah. And then and then Ruthie's like, okay, but I'm still gonna like feel good that I got Vincent back. And Margo's like, okay, well, if you want to pay me back, give me my jacket back. Yeah, <laughs> like what? It was a
1: weird exchange.
0: It really was, it and was we're a weird suppo- and and then they're both like, like happy as clams about it. Yeah, and so we're supposed to be like, oh, look at these two, and I'm like, meanwhile, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And you're like, I'm a little confused. <laughs> it was the weirdest exchange.
1: It definitely was, um, but I can say that I kind of like that Margot. Well, not Margot. Well, maybe both of them. I kind of like that they. Owned up to their bullshit. If that makes any sense. Yeah.
0: I mean, I guess they did. They did. In a weird way. living still living with it. Yeah. Or like acknowledging that they're going to continue to live with the bullshit. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like I'm immature, but I'm really happy I'm with Vincent. Do you want this jacket (laughs) back? (laughs) (laughs) Basically. And she goes, yeah, man. I got really sad. I gave that shit away and then I put it out on you because I was really sad about that. And so I needed a power trip and then I chose that moment to do it. But (laughs) can I have that... Yeah, but can I have hey, that if jacket back?
0: Make it up to me. You'll give me the jacket back. Yeah. So it's just it's it's a little weird. It is a little weird. But again, see this keeps happening with Ruthie and I don't know I, I don't know who to blame. I don't know if it will blame the show like the writing or what, but like Ruthie and whoever is around her like in her storyline yeah. or whatever. It's like painfully ob- like um honest. Like honest to such a degree as to be awkward yeah. <laughs> like you know what i mean like 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 we touched on it a couple episodes back right when she was so like f- like honest about how desperate she is for a boyfriend oh yeah, yeah yeah or and in this one where she's just like so honest about how how like excited she is to have vincent back i'm just like what like it's not real like no one is that real all the time you know what I mean like and, and no like one that. wears everything on their sleeve come on and why Vincent Sorry. I know I love how we we're like so over Vincent all of a sudden well yeah I mean yeah he's annoying he did do that sweet Valentine's Day gesture
1: <laughs> oh really that he but got he roses Up
0: with her like a jerk um, yeah I don't know I don't know what to think about these these Camden girls. Yeah, they know how to pick them, right? No, yeah, they do. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so now we need to talk about Martin and Zoe, right? right, A little bit. So, (laughs) I know what to say about this. So basically, it all comes to a head because Zoe comes over unannounced, Mm -hmm. and. I mean, she and Martin just ha- spent their afternoon together. So he's like, I didn't know you were coming. Like, we just were together. Like, what's up? And she's yeah. like, Oh, don't you want to see me? Da, 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 da. And he's like, He's like, okay, mind you, we already know. We, the audience, already know he's like, doesn't want to be with her. Or yeah, anything yeah.
1: Because like he talked to Kevin.
0: And, but yet, we, the audience, still don't know what her deal is. Like, what is this big secret that she's yeah, told yeah. Ruthie that she's sworn Ruthie to secrecy about and whatever. So then. He, Martin makes a comment about like the pizza, like like oh how'd your um housekeeper like that pizza because she took the leftovers oh, yeah, home. yeah, 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 yeah. And she's like, "Well, what's that supposed to mean?" And so she assumes that Ruthie has told Martin her mm-hmm. big truth or whatever. And so M- M- Zoe and Ruth, Mar- sorry. Yeah, Zoe and Ruthie end up having it out right there in the kitchen and Ruthie storms away. Yeah. And Martin has the best line ever. He's like, I don't know what's going on, but I don't want to see you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so clean. <laughs> yeah. Martin Martin just doesn't sugarcoat shit. I love it. I love yeah. the Martin like this. Just who he is. <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening
1: with you guys, but I'm done
0: k-bye okay, yeah yeah he's just like or it's more like <laughs> what i'm like or it's more like k-boy <laughs> <laughs> yeah he just doesn't he doesn't play um he ha- well it's also because like he has no filter you know what i mean like yeah, he seriously does he's not trying to um he's not trying to like sugarcoat he's not no. trying to like not hurt her feelings. He's just like, gonna tell her how it is. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, so yeah. So that, I mean, I don't know. I feel we like didn't, that about does it.
1: Except, uh, Oh yeah. What did I miss? Sam and
0: David. Oh my gosh. Of course we didn't even talk about Sam These and David. These little boys have a story. They really do. Yeah. They really have a little story of their own in this one. Which one was sick? Was it David? David was pretending to be, be sick. sick. Yeah. And Sam was upset about it because oh, yeah. Annie was giving him all this attention Pudding. and special treatment. But then Sam gets to spend the night in Ruthie's room mm-hmm. and they stayed up till midnight and they had cookies and she read him stories and they had all this fun. So then David gets a little butthurt about yeah, it. David's like, I'm gonna feel better. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna be sick and I get to go be with Ruthie all night. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but it gets like violent like sam throws an does apple does not come to play y'all yeah. like he fucking throws an apple at david yeah it was it was
1: i was shocked but just to see him he's like i ain't taking this shit Shocking. I was like, oh Sam, you're violent. All right, all right. <laughs> Push come to shove. You didn't get your pudding, you got an apple instead.
0: Ain't happy. Well, because here's because David does not do himself any favors. Sam, Sam comes up to him and he's like, I know you're faking. I'm gonna tell mommy you're faking. Yeah. And David's like, Well, you can't, because then you can't be sick next week or whatever. You yeah. know, like if you tell mommy now, like you you lose your turn. And so Sam's like, I want pudding. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the David little shit that he is looks over at his empty bowl he's like it's all gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a fucking David. Like, you are, you're you just asking for it, man. You are asking I'm for it. I'm surprised he
1: didn't punch him in the face. <laughs> I
0: swear to God. And he, like, threw his apple. He's like, oh, it was <laughs> legit. Like, uh, for a moment, it felt like, you know, like that meme of Arthur where he's, like, making a fist and yeah, everything, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, like yeah. people use it for, like, when you get angry. <laughs> like, it was legit, like, that meme for a second. So cute. <laughs> you
1: can't pretend to be sick. <laughs> (laughs) terrible
0: and then and then annie and eric have that cute little moment between the two of them where they're like oh my gosh like i mean a part of me felt like he was faking but i felt so bad accusing him because the others were so much older when they started pretending to be sick which is
1: which is something to think about right yeah like they were way older pretending to be sick while these are like five-year-olds and i'm six-year-olds yeah yeah and i'm telling
0: them you're lying right you know yeah and then so eric makes the observation that like these two are gonna be more of a handful than all five of the other ones combined yeah and dude. like they really need to focus on these two like if they're if they're gonna really you know raise them well and yeah. like get a handle on them which then of course speaks to the fact that like they need to get kevin and lucy out of here because having this baby in the house is just sucking everyone's attention and energy and like yeah they need to get they the F to out. They need to go. They need to fucking go. Just call it a date and say bye. I mean, this is obviously going to be the imp- like the impetus for the rest of the season. Exactly. I mean, there's only a handful of episodes left. Like, clearly, the remainder of the season is just going to be the-, the constant refrain of when Kevin and even- Lucy got to go. Kevin and Lucy got to go. When are they going to go? Got to get the fuck out. Yeah. I mean, they've been saying it ever since the baby was born, you know? <laughs> Even before it was born. Why do you have to buy a house? Just go rent an apartment and call it a Honestly, day. Honestly, they're making it so complicated. Like, like how hard is it to find a house? You bought one without even talking to Lucy at first. Like, Seriously. clearly there's plenty of houses to be had. Just fucking buy one. And this like, gorgeous Glen Oak of it. Whatever.
1: Yeah, really. That, uh, anyway. That was a really pretty brick house. He had to just sell it back, didn't he? <sighs> Sap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a softie. Um... Okay, does that about do it for us? I
1: think so. Okay. Yeah, because we don't see Matt or anybody. No Matt, no yeah.
0: Simon. Yeah. No Simon. No Simon. Okay. No Mac.
1: Who? I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> uh let's rate this, sucker.
1: Two thumbs down.
0: Wow. I okay.
1: know we had a lot to say, but I didn't
0: No, I get it. I care. mean I I respect it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to give this episode one thumb up, one thumb down. All right. Because I will say this for this show, for Seventh mm-hmm. Heaven in general, um, as much as these types of episodes, like, you know, when th- where there's like a message and at the end, there's like a title card about, you know, are you hungry? Reach out, you know, all that, you know, whatever. <laughs> and the, and the ridiculousness of the testimonials and all of that. I will say, I can't think of any other show yeah. Either at the time or today or before or whatever. I can't think of any other show mm-hmm. that was so willing to put itself out there like this. Like saying mm-hmm. these things, having these messages, like yeah. whether or not they execute it well or, That's true. or it's worth doing is a different story. But I really I have to give them credit for like for making it their mission to make a point like this and yeah. doing it. Unapologetically, that's true. Especially you know? when it comes to
1: like the C W. Well, W was it still W B at the time? Yeah, yeah. Gilmore Girls didn't do this. Dawson's
0: Creek didn't do this. No, yeah, it's no. true. I mean, this is the only show I can think of that ever, you know, cared to to do this, to do kinda... this like to have a me- to have a message and you know try to get the word out about something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, again, whether they did it well or not. Yeah. Regardless, I think there's something to be said about the fact that they did it. so anyway, I get so, it. one thumb up, one thumb down from old lady J. All right. <laughs> uh, I respect it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, well that's about going to do it for us folks. As always, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review on Apple podcasts or iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, you can follow us, and all the social medias at For Heaven's Sake Pod. Send us an email at For Heaven's Sake Show at gmail.com. Um, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com For Heaven's Pod. And until next time, bye. Okay, bye.